All right, welcome back, Facebook friends. We've been talking about self-discipline out of uh, the book called uh, Developing the Leader Within You 2.0 by Dr. John C. Maxwell, number one leadership and management expert in the world. And we're on the chapter on self-discipline. But uh, it was interesting because I was reading something from a uh, mentor who um, is he's 85 years old now. Um, but it was interesting. I was listening to him and realized my younger mentor, uh, Paul Martinelli, had learned a lot from this uh, mentor here. And uh, it was an interesting subject that I just thought I'd throw it in as a bonus. There's some good nuggets for those who come by and really want to listen and get something good that can help them. I was listening to him, and he was talking about that all animals can smell, taste, touch, feel, uh, smell, taste, touch, hear, and see. But we're different. All other animals are comfortable in an environment. We're not really comfortable in any environment because God gave us the ability to develop our own environment. So what makes us so special? That's what we're here to talk about. What makes us special? Well, God gave us something that he didn't give the other animals in the kingdom. And that is Six intellectual, six intellectual properties that no other creature has or animal has. And what's sad about it is our school systems do not help us to exercise, strengthen, or develop those six intellectual properties. And as a result, that is why a lot of us struggle and only few really succeed. Do I have your attention? Great. Yeah, there are six intellectual properties and a lot of us don't understand them. Uh, we may incidentally run into them, but very seldom do we find people who develop and master them. Those who do, as we know, with the Pareto Principle, was the 80, 20, 20% of the population. And actually, we're talking about 10% and probably the top 1% here in the States that actually develop the intellectual faculties. So you say, oh, by the way, my name is Brave El Dodd, and I'm here to serve you. I'm always here, and I always forget to introduce myself, so I'm trying to get used to that now. We're going to talk briefly about that. But the, the uh, mentor, Bob Proctor, was interesting uh, to tell a little story about um, how he got uh, where he was. He's, he's well off now, but he came from a very poor family out of uh, Canada. And what happened was he only had two months of high school. But then he met a gentleman or a uh, neighbor down the street who was pretty well off. And he said, hey, he said, I can help you succeed. He said, but you got to listen and do what I tell you. And he said, 
here, he gave him the book, Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and said, read this, and he was going to mentor him through it. He said, no, what's this going to make a difference? He said, look, he said, you're sick, broke, and uh, struggling, and I'm rich, healthy, and happy. <laughs> he said, so you got a choice. You can listen to me and become successful, or you can stay where you are. Do you get that now? You can stay where you are. So that's the key. So he listened to him. And this is what happened. Within a year, he was generating more money than the principal of the school. $14,000 a month. Not a year. A month. The principal was making slightly more than $11,000 a year. So you say, how does a guy with two months of high school generate $14,000 a month. Have I got your attention? Well, it's because of the principles that are taught in the book, Thinking Grow Rich. Now, I know what you may be thinking. I read the book, or I, I know people have read the book, and they're not rich. You see, I said the same thing. I read the book, and I said, yeah, but what's so big about it? You see, there's a difference between reading a book and being mentored through it. There's so much that you miss by just a read of that book that if you don't have someone to mentor you that's experienced it and understands it, then it really won't help you. It'll be just another book you read and put down. But if you absorb it, and understand the principles, and then learn the intellectual properties and exercise them, you can dramatically change your life. Absolutely. So, what are these principles? We're going to go through them. I'm going to give them to you. And then we're going to talk about uh, something out of serving which is a intellectual principle um, that uh, that um, Bob Proctor talked about. And I want to talk about it because I found this universal principle as well in my life. And I haven't exercised it totally. Sometimes we need to slap it beside our own head in order to succeed. So what are the six intellectual properties? Knowing what they are, and understanding them are two different things. You will have heard them, but a lot of times we don't understand them fully. So what are they? Perception, intuition, memory, reasoning, will, and imagination. I'll go through them one more time. You've got memory, reason, intuition, imagination, will, and perception. And I want to take a note on perception here. And perception is a big one because the perception deals with our awareness. We can only perceive based on what we're aware of. That's the limiting belief or the limiting factor in our lives. 
because we limit our beliefs based on our perception because we're not aware of what can be changed or what's different. Case in point, why can one person make $10,000 a day and another person only make $10,000 a year? Do you think that the person that makes $10,000 a year was aware and understood how to generate $10,000 a day that they would do it? Bingo. That's the difference. Acquiring and being aware, our perception is based on our experience. And our experience is comes from our environment, people we hang around, books we read, and I talk about those things all the time. So it's critical to understand that. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about one of my favorite because it happened to me the other day, and then we're going to talk about that factor. I was talking about that when Bob Proctor was being interviewed and the guy asked him, what is if there's one universal principle that you think is uh, vital that you learn from your mother, we'll go, we'll go into that in a minute. But the intellectual principle I want to talk about is intuition. You see, you believe, most people believe that we're actually standing still or just moving, but our body is energy and it's vibrating and we're all on different frequencies. And when we become in tune with the right frequency or higher frequencies, that's when we move to a different level of uh, achievement in life. Case in point. And, and, and this is how intuition works. You ever, you ever been there where you say, I get a bad feeling about something, I get a bad vibe next to certain people? Or that you notice if someone is staring at you and they're staring at the back of your head, and after after they've stared for a while, you all you, you you get this feeling like someone's doing it, and you turn around, and sure enough, someone's there staring at you. It's because we're energy, and we give off forces and attraction. We give off energy continuously, so that energy we can as we feel it is is done through our intuition we do it through feeling but it's our intuition case in point i was at a project management meeting and i had looked down at a, i was checking people in i looked down at a lady's name as this lady was approaching she's about i don't know six or eight feet away and as i looked at her name i thought i said you know, that's probably that lady coming right now and for some reason. And I think because when I saw her name, the energy left her and came to me. And then sure enough, when she came to the desk, the exact name I was looking at, I said, this is your name. She said, yes, that's me. I said, this is amazing. I said, my intuition said that that was you. As I looked up, after I looked at the name and I looked at you, I said, that's her. And I, I, and I don't remember, you know, there's like 70, 80 people once a month. I don't know them all. I'm learning to know them all, but I don't know them all. But that's our intuition. Intuition 
is is our ability to, to feel the frequency of different people. And you can develop that as you can develop your perception, your imagination, your reasoning, your memory. But you have to understand these at a deeper level than just the words themselves. That's where a mentor comes in. A mentor can get you to understand these at deeper levels and be able to help you develop these intellectual properties. So those principles are what give us the ability to, that's why we feel, we don't feel comfortable. We develop our own environment because things are developed first in our imagination and then they developed in and transformed into reality or physical form. Deep stuff. So normally, whatever we can conceive, we say you can conceive and believe you can achieve, there's some belief, there's some truth to that because everything that's been developed was developed first in the mind and then in reality. Like these glasses, like the shirt, someone had the idea and then it became, it was transformed into a physical form. These glasses, someone had an idea and then they would transform into their physical form. Everything happens that way. So knowing that is powerful, but that's not taught in the school. If we be imagine too much as we get older in school, they think we're crazy and we need to be more real, quote unquote, realistic. Regurgitating information that we learn from others is not exercising your intellectual faculties. It's a uh, object of futility or uh, memorization, but not really learning. Trust me, someone who's uh, taken many exams, I've got MBA, I've got a five, four-year degree and, and some other designations, a lot of it's more memory than anything else. But it's not, but those things are not going to get you what you need, you need to exercise your intellectual faculty. So one of the things you want to do is to be able to study those and under, begin to understand how do I use those in order to create my future. Create my future instead of my future being created based on someone else's ideas and dreams. Why not develop your future on your own ideas and dreams? but you've got to believe in yourself and believe that you can do it. One more point that he had made so many times, you know, if you talk to someone, you're like, oh, so-and-so would be good at this. But, but you know, so-and-so is good at that. But I could never do that. Yes, you could. Change your perception, your thought process. You can do it just as good, maybe even better. It's a matter of belief. It's a matter of belief. So, when asked, uh, when he was young, real young, uh, Bob Proctor, well, Bob Proctor, when asked in an interview, what is the principle that you think is the most important that you learned from your mother? And he said, I'd have to say generosity. He said generosity, and he, re he recalled a very detailed 
episode that had occurred that his mother had done. They were a poor family. They had very little, but she had heard that the family down the street um, had run out of coal and it was cold. And she told her son, she gave her son, Bob Proctor, $20, said, go down to the corner and get change, make it two tens and give one of those tens to that family down the street. The woman was a single mother with several kids in the house. And she said she can buy a tub of coal with that $10 because she was generous. She didn't have much herself, but yet she knew that other family had less and gave that $10. And I can attest, I can remember I'm not sure if you've ever done this, but in college, uh, sometimes you experiment with yourself to learn different things. And I used to like to go out one Friday or Saturday night. And I used to always hate not having any money on Monday because you spend it. You know, you go to a, well, in that case, I guess a club or something like that. And then um, you spend money. On, uh, you know, getting in, everything has a cover charge, whatever, but you spend money and then you're upset you don't have any money on Monday. Well, that didn't last long because I didn't have a lot of money anyway, so I stopped doing that. But I always end up on a Friday night with like five or ten dollars, and then someone would ask, someone would need something, or there would be a need at the church. And I started to do something interesting. I would I would say, okay, I got $5, I'm going to get $3, and that'll leave me with only 2 But yet on Monday, something occurred, you end up with like $6. Well, I started to experiment. On Fridays, I would only have a few dollars, and I'd like, when someone needed something, I'd give it away. Well, by Monday, something would happen. I'd end up with... That plus a little bit more each time. And I thought it was fascinating. What I didn't understand and what you don't understand a lot of times is that that is a universal principle. Now, in the Bible, it talks about tithing and giving 10%. He said, test me in this and see if I won't open the the uh, windows uh, uh, and uh, shower you with, with much more. But that's a universal principle. So I have, I have acquired the, the uh, thought when someone needs something, go ahead and give it because God is faithful and he always, it's a universal principle. Uh, there was a Brewster's Million, I think was the name of the movie uh, with uh, Eddie Murphy, I think was in it and talked about he was given so much money, but he was, but the bigger fortune he would get if he, his goal, he his objective, he was to give that million dollars away, and then he would have like ten million or something from the estate of the uh, guy who he inherited from. And the toughest thing was every time he gave, he got twice as much back. And no matter how hard he tried, even when he tried to gamble it and pick all the wrong ones, he still won. The the the, uh, the broker, whatever the bookie, was upset. Because he still made money. And the book was upset that he had to pay him. He said, well, you must have had an inside word. But yeah, so the universal principle, 
hear me on this. The universal principle is generosity. You may have experienced it yourself, but if you haven't, it's very real. And, and that's why I don't mind coming online like this, putting in my time to share with you because nothing goes, nothing goes un, un, uh, uninvested. You never know. Uh, uh, Russell Brunson tells a story. Uh, Russell Brunson may know, know him. He's, he's in charge of ClickFunnels. But anyways, uh, he's a guy that made it successful and he's got ClickFunnels. But one of the things that happened to him, he talks about recently that he went to an event and he's worth a lot. So his time is valuable. And he went to this event and said that only 15 people were there. And he was a little upset that they invited him. And it was a group of 15 when, you know, when he uh, markets out his time, it's like $250 an hour. And here he's going to meet and this group of 15 people. So he's a little irritated when he left. But what he didn't understand, that these were very select people. And it turned out 18 months later or 12 months later, one of the ladies that was in that room that he taught to, 18 months later was going to be in his two comic club, which is someone who makes $10 million through one of his programs, his funnels but that she had built. So I say that to say nothing goes un and nothing invested um, goes, um, well, falls by the wayside, I guess is what, it, what I'm trying to say is wasted. Nothing invested is wasted. Everything invested comes back and only comes back tenfold we may not know when or how that's why when it's time to give give and give generously and never worry about yourself because you'll be taken care of that's my lesson today be generous as i am generous with my time here with you so if you're interested and want to dig into those intellectual properties, uh, I may go ahead and, and dig a little bit of uh, some definitions that you could find on my site uh, on the five, the six intellectual properties. So you kind of get an idea about it. Or well, you can probably Google it, but I may still do something as well. Very powerful stuff. But if you study those principles and you start doing some of the things that are necessary, and if you get the opportunity to ever be mentored in the book, Thinking for Rich, uh, Paul Martinelli does a thing on empowerment uh, mentoring. If you can look that up, empowerment, he does a uh, thing on um, a study on th the book, Thinking Grow Rich. And I guarantee you, there's no doubt in my mind, you go through that with him, your life will be changed and you'll be left wanting more. That's how powerful, when you start to understand this thing up here and how powerful it is, and we all have one, we just underutilize it totally. We hardly use 5%, if not 1%. Most people, it's around, what, 2%. But if you start to learn how to utilize it, you can, you can generate anything you want or desire.
that's my lesson today. But I was fascinated by that, and I wanted to share it. I was excited about it. When I was listening to him, it was like, man, this is incredible. But he's right on time. And he said when he generated at 14000 he didn't quite uh, per month. And, you know, you go from a pauper to $14,000 a month, and you, he, he one day he woke up and he said, I need to understand how I did it so I can teach others because that's how generous this man is. He said it took him nine years to figure out what he did to do it. Can you imagine two months of high school and all of a sudden over a 12-month period, you're generating $14,000 a month, $14,000 a month. Don't believe me, look up Bob Proctor and listen to The Abundance. Uh, there's a, something about The Abundant Life, uh, The Abundance Life talk interview with Lewis Howell. House, Lewis House. Incredible, just incredible. Yeah, he, and uh, he interviewed Bob Proctor and he talked about it took him nine years to, to finally figure out how he did it. He just followed blindly what the guy told him. And um, because not following him, he knew where that led. But following him changed his life. That's my lesson. Have a good evening. Until tomorrow.